This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be an edible experience. And follow us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar, and feel free to hit us up at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. Uh, today, I am joined by the hardest working producers and co-hosts, the beautiful, voluptuous, gets on my damn nerves, resident voice of hospitality and custodian of truth, my sister, none other than... Maria Renee, hello, hello, did you miss me? Yes, you did. No. You get yourself together. Come on, get, we're here. Now listen, now y'all know we've been on a hiatus because, hey amen, he been... Laying him into the ground for the past two weeks, so yeah, it's been rough. We got we we got to get him back on on task. We lost two uh, people, and one was a friend's aunt, but it still hit me obviously because it was a friend. I hurt for I hurt for them, and then uh, next door neighbor of ten years, my mom's next door neighbor. She was like a aunt, so shout out to Aunt Betty. She passed away, so that was really rough. I mean, I was the snot nose cry, just. <laughs> Nasty, real nasty. Ooh. So I had puffy eyes. I had a cry oh, headache and everything. You had to carry him out, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fell right in front of the cast, like, no, no, Lord, don't no. take her. No, I'm not ready. So yeah, we've been out of here for like two weeks now. We back, but we back. We hey back. y'all, hey. And then I don't want to forget. Last but not least, the phenomenal, never to be underestimated, the pretty boy himself. Yes, he is pretty. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. It's James Brandon. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. See, he didn't do the, like the the shoulder thing. Yeah, and the, like you know, he's just so cute. Yeah, <laughs> he's sitting over in the darkness over there, <laughs> the dark corner of the studio. Oh, um, and we have some very special guests today. Oh, yes, we do. I'm going to let Maria Renee introduce these two. Oh my God! Go so ahead. listen, okay. First of all, you better call him by his grown uh, name too. Okay. Well. For the family and friends that's listening, I got my man, a.k.a. Andreas Miller on the show, and he bought his his best friend. Um, Hello, Zaree. Yes. I don't have no sweet tag or nothing like that. Nah. (laughs) You here. We in here. Now, let me tell you something, y'all. These fellas just graduated, one from HBCU and other from Michigan State. One has a master's degree and one obtained a bachelor's degree. So they got some coin, y'all. <laughs> they got a little coin. <laughs> they got a little coin. Okay, they got a little bit of debt, just a little bit. Uh, so, you know, keep your little, your little uh, what you call them? What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. We what don't you're know about. We're not sure. We're not <laughs> well, sure. Well, what you what looking, looking for? Keep like? them little Tatians away from my baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Stay back. Stay back. Stay back. They getting careers. <laughs> little hookers. Yes. <laughs> um, keep them little thought buckets on. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna have a good show. We're gonna talk about some things and yeah. Okay. And I'm excited. I love to see young brothers. So what do you like to be called? Do you have like a nickname? 
Alonzo, Zo. Just Alonzo. Zo. Okay. Y'all can call me Dre. Andreas, anything. Okay. Oh. Call him Dre. Not man. Don't call him man man. No, don't. Not on here. Not on there. He's an adult. He's an adult now. Look, he has the education. Yes. I didn't grow up. He didn't grow up. Grow up. Y'all called him that when he couldn't fight for himself. Now he grown. Now he can say what he want to say. He's going forever be man man in my eyes. Okay. You ain't going to tell him what to do no more. He's grown. He is. Yep. I guess. That's a grown man that's sitting over he, there. That's what he said. That's what he said. I don't know. He's so petty. Leave this mm-hmm. man alone, please. Uh, but seriously, congratulations to both of you. Yes, um, absolutely. You. I, I think that's amazing. Yes. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. I was oh, actually, oh, oh, and wait. Oh, okay. And wait. Uh-oh. Okay. Wait. What, what happened? He is in the Divine Nine. He is oh. a... Oh, I love one time for the cues, one, yeah, one time for the cues, one time for the cues. Omega Sci-Fi, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did oh, I yeah. say it correctly? Oh, that's yeah, that, that sweet purple and gold. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ladies, they got this fruity drink. What's it called? What the drink called? What you talking about? The oil. The oh, oil. Is it the oil? Yeah, the oil. Yeah. Either way, you stay away from it. <laughs> wait, don't don't wait, you be wait. No, nowhere around it. Oh, no. Let's, don't let's, you ever. Let's dive into that. No, you don't. No, you don't dive into it. Is that a drink? Yeah, that's a drink. And she said stay away from it. I heard. Let's tell you what about We don't it. have no Bill Cosby situations I, Up listen. and through here Okay Oh no we ain't on none nope. of that no, <laughs> Yes, yes, the oil. The oil. Be I don't even ra- know about the oil of the Lord. Baptize and redip. <laughs> you drink that shit. <laughs> okay, no, I can't. I was just sharing with Zoe before the show that because uh, Zoe just got his bachelor's in social work from. <clears throat> Michigan State. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. That, Michigan that State. That school. <laughs> that others. The school that's the colors of bird poop. Um, <laughs> that school. But he got his MSW, so shout out for that. Yeah. Uh, that's where I'm going after all. It was NBA, but I'm definitely doing the MSW. I think that's dope. So we got to talk. We got to talk, and I oh, need yeah. you to help me with the homework and actually just do the homework. I'll pay you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> money yeah. talk, don't it? Nobody oh, talk. wait. He's a photographer, too. Are you? Yeah. yeah. You got to tell people. Okay, what's y'all special? You a photographer? You got your MSW? What else you do? Uh, do my things. Okay. Ain't cute, y'all. To the ladies, he is cute. Yeah. <laughs> he, cute. he look like, little baby light, bright. He light, but he ain't like, he ain't my he light. Maria Renee he, light. Light. he ain't my light. Maria Renee he, he, called he herself. He got a little light, light. He got a little I'm baby brown. light. I'm brown, like you said earlier. Yeah, he yeah. brown. brown. We, but brown. Maria Renee coined She's, a new term for herself. She called herself vanilla bean. Yes. <laughs> She's ghost. I'm now, we do bean. know that a real vanilla bean is just real black as tar, but I get what you're going with that. Well, they didn't made it white, though. They didn't made it white. Ice cream. Ice cream. It wasn't me. So I it. like that for a vanilla bean. I think that's perfect. But you know, I like mm-hmm. chocolate too. So. Yes, you do like chocolate. Listen. And she, wait a minute. This heifer has something on the internet Ooh. the other day on her Facebook I can't page. Get, this is the chocolate that melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. Let me yes. tell you something. Hey, this crazy girl, what she put on Ooh. here? It's about the I know what I said. She you said, ain't got to look it up. Full beard, chocolate, and got a round stomach for me to rub on. Yes. My prayers have been answered. Zaddy for that sure. Zaddy. And I went on that Facebook status and said, You ain't got no damn Zaddy unless I approve. <laughs> me, mama, the, all the siblings, <laughs> the Toya, kids. the kids, everybody got to approve. Ain't nobody oh got no Zaddy because he ain't, he ain't got no ring on it. He, he working on it. He can't even sniff the ring. Trust me, he gonna tame this beast. He know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he know exactly what he know Jeez. what it is. Trust me. So what I just understood that the meaning the, the Joe Monkey's a beast. Hey, listen. All right, she he got gonna a beast ta- monkey. He, he, I'm telling you, 
he doing good at it. He trying. Oh, and I'm going to let him, okay? While you watch him in the shot, we ain't get back into that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that again. <laughs> and you don't want, you don't want Dre yes, you know, and Zoe exposed to that conversation. Dre. But y'all can find it's out here. the last episode if y'all listen to it because it was here. nasty. You're talking about watching. He don't want to hear that. He don't no. see me I'm, in that. I'm gonna for sure skip that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, just skip that part. That episode got some valuable information. All right, man, all man, of man. It. Okay, okay. Lots of fun. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let's go move on to our shout out segment. So yes, uh, Zoe and Dre, this is the portion of the show where we just do shout outs. It could be a random shout out to shade. any person, place, thing, anything you want to shout out, or it could be a shade shout out too. If Somebody mm-hmm. or something that pissed you off, you can do a shade shout too. So we gonna start with y'all. Who wants to go first? It don't matter. I just I just start. Uh, I, think yes. I think that's I'm, fitting because Michigan State is a second <laughs> kind of a situation. So you go ahead and go first. Yeah, oh, just, I'm sorry, so my bad. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, too. It, no, I, I just get a uh, special shout out to my mom. Yes, yes. You know, yes. Single. Mama. Hey, I'm in the girl. She raised. I feel like she did a good job raising me. So I'm gonna give her a shout out. Then shout out to my family, all my friends, my supporting group. All of that. So, yeah. shout out to everybody that support me. Yeah, I love y'all. That's what's up. He do love y'all. That yeah. is nice. I mean, I'm a product of a single parent household too. You know, so I think that I, that has a special place in my heart too. Because these mamas are being daddies. They being mamas, but then they oh, she they, for sure kept her foot on her, on his neck. Oh yeah, believe that they they laid down with somebody, but that other half that they they just like wasn't there. You know, I'm like, where are you at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So. She did her job. And then one time for the cues too. Shout out to the cues. Hurry, hurry. Oh, so the cues are, are those the cue dogs? Is that what they? Yes. Are? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. nasty dogs. I don't want you to speak the rest of the show. <laughs> Mute her mic. Nasty dogs. Turn her mic off. Oh, turn it down. Right now, her mic. Right now, mute her mic. All right, so your turn. One time for my mom and my grandma, the two ladies I do it for. Yeah, uh, my younger sister, uh, my younger brother. Yeah, my uh, pops. Come on, pops. Everybody that was in my life, all my friends. I had some great friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, All the guys that I met in college, I started my organization with the Nation. Shout out to y'all. Yes, the Nation. Yeah. Okay. Anybody. You said you only had photography and then Did, didn't we ask him? Said, I could have sworn we asked. Him. Oh, he said uh, that's not a hobby. Come on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, keep doing your shout outs because I'm gonna dive into that in a minute. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. All my friends and my family. What what's the nation? It's an organization we started at Eastern, close to U of M. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a mentoring and volunteering and event um services org. So like uh every year we do different events. Like last year we had um a rock the U-Haul event where we just uh, bought a U-Haul, well, rented a U-Haul, and just had people come out and fill it up with, um, like, cases of water, and yeah. we drove it up to Flint. That's dope. Yeah. And then, <sighs> yeah, and then um, I wasn't there. I was just starting. Um, no, actually, I was out of the country, but they did a... Uh, I'm a world traveler. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> another thing. that's another thing. I was traveling. Traveling, so I'm yeah. serious. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, they made sandwiches for the homeless and passed them out. Okay. They said people come and help out. Um Events like we have an annual cookout every year. Um, it's June 6th coming up. What's the website? Uh, the nation, uh, it's just the nation.com. The nation, I gotta, I gotta look, I gotta yeah, look, look it yeah. up, get it back my to us, so we can just put yeah. it out there and disseminate it. That's yeah, amazing. My undergrad, they they take, they take care of the uh, website. I love that. Um, that's dope, but yeah, so based out of Eastern, trying to expand. Um, yeah, we do a lot. I'm really glad mentor every Friday at U Prep. Oh, are you yeah. prepping us Southfield? No, that's no, in Detroit. In Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, right yes, mentor them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love that. Okay. The all male org. We mentored uh, young men. Young brown men, or is it just everybody? Young brown men. Is it just brown men because that's the population, or is it young brown men because uh, it's for young brown men? It's it's for young brown men. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. It is. Anything else you hide from us? Right. (laughs) Traveler, photographer, organization. Yeah. Social. You got a boo? No, I'm single. Good. We yeah. out y'all here. hear that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we out here. Wait till you see these pictures. Yeah. And don't be calling me down saying, hey, TT. <laughs> Can you hook me up? <laughs> Keep you down. <laughs> They're going, hey, TT Maria. Uh, you know that boy you that had That was on, on there. your show. And then TT Maria going to say, uh, he's a man. Yeah. That's a man. She make sure she come with it, though. She got she to gotta have a deal. Edumacation. Oh, yeah. Some savings, oh. huh? Yeah, at least six months of savings. Yeah, he said, "No Tatiana's no will Tatiana's. prosper." No Tatiana's. You ain't about to come leech. He said, "You ain't about to come leech off me." Yeah. No Tatiana will she prosper. Got, okay. No Tatiana's no no city Tatiana girl will prosper. Yeah, definitely. Love it. Awesome. That's amazing. Okay, mm. Maria, going on with your shout out, sugar. Oh my gosh! So this look, this week has been crazy. I had a bunch of proms. Uh, shout out to my nephew and niece who's graduating from high school. Yeah, I love uh, to Martin hear. Martin Luther King and Brown people matriculating. The old Finney. I don't know the new name of it. I'm old school, so yeah. Um, the former Finney. Yeah, so Jabari. <laughs> That's the name. Is top honors. Come on. Um, he works for Quicken Loans, Bedrock. Yeah. He's he's yes. been cooling already. He's only 17, 17, 18. Yeah. Wow. Um, shout out. Yeah. So he's been working for a while. Okay. Nice little man. He got his own little change, you know, doing his thing. So we're it, definitely proud of him. Um, our condolences go out to the family of the young man that is a, a King student that was killed the night before. Uh, just sitting in the car, they rolled up and shot the car up, and, and he unfortunately passed. Was there so, some affiliation? Did they think he was? Well, you know, else? It's, it's still under investigation. We're not sure, but uh, I didn't hear about he that. was his mother's only child. Wow. So he was supposed to go to prom with all them and graduate, and that was taken from him. So. Definitely our condolences to the family. Yes. Um, and then little Destiny, you know, she's going to figure it out. We're going to get her together, see what she's going to do. So it's good seeing all of our young people that's going on to higher heights and deeper depths. So. I agree. Like these men here uh-huh. and uh, James over there in school working on his education. Mm-hmm. You working on your nursing when you yes. just back in school in the fall. Mm-hmm. I plan to be back in school in the fall. Um, I think it's wonderful. I know it does. Because it's money to be made. But it's money to be made. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Pooh Butt. To the Pooh Butt. (laughs) Yeah. Family. That's the round belly thing she likes to rub on. Yes. Took and and Baby K. Shout out to them. And my mama, my siblings. Oh, my God. Um, I went to go visit my brother. So he is. How is your brother? You're keeping a cool head to him. Keep your head down. Keep your head clear. And and these days gonna be over soon. So mm-hmm. you know, always keeping him lifted in prayer, keeping his mind sane. Yeah. But uh, put some money on his books. Go see him every Thursday, and that's that. Okay. Would you come and see me? Who? Would you come and see me if I? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I would not. I feel like you shouldn't even be there. Okay. <laughs> but you wouldn't come see me. No, because I got the money to get you out. Ah! Boom! Ah. Oh, that's well. a better. That's a better. That's a nice comeback. Right there. That was good. Come get me. Come I get me. To, I started getting my feelings. Like, well, damn. Wait, wait. You want to come and see me? I got the money. Get you. Okay. Yeah. That's a good turnaround. I'm to just pull up. What is it, Your Honor? Just meet me on the side. <laughs> <laughs> what would it? What would, okay. If you had to guess, what would you think that my crime would be? If you had to go get me out of court, you, Your Honor, what was the charges? What, what would you think I'd be in jail for? 
Getting too educational with the police officer when he pulled you over. You know what? And on that note, brother, come on. Just because you just come on, get on. Give me all these facts and statistics. Come on, get on there. Read me the law, and I'm the officer here, but you tell a lot better than me. That's it. Bring your ass. Bring your ass. Sandra blaming him. God, I hope not. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Sandy. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now she's done with her whole dissertation of right. the whole family. <laughs> shout out to the family, James. So I want to shout out um, my best friend in my head, Robin Rihanna Fenty. Oh. Um, Rihanna just became the first woman to create an original brand at LVMH. I don't know if anyone knows what LVMH is, but <laughs> it's Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. So they're responsible oh. for brands like Dior, Givenchy, Celine, and Fendi, and then of course Moet, Hennessy, and Moet. And Louis. Wait, I mean, they're br- hold on, hold on. Yes, they're a brand together. For all, all of them is one, one entity. Company. Is yes. under one. Company. Didn't nobody call yeah. and tell me nothing. Well, we That's what I said. What he called me? We like, need them, and we need them on the show right now. No, yeah. right with so the checks. So you yeah. said Louis Vuitton, LVMH, Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. Moet, Hennessy. They own a lot of shit. They own Sephora. What? Yes, they came together. Right. Yes. So her her makeup line, Fenty Beauty, which is sold in Sephora stores, is a product of LVMH. And now she's creating her own original fashion ba- brand like Dior, Givenchy, Celine, all of that. With so the, the money just circulating in, in the same. Absolutely. It just keep that's going in a circle. Just and she's she the making, first. That's why she's right. making music. Right. right. She's right. the first woman and the first brown person ever, ever for that company to have their own original brand. Oh, yeah, she won. So. Now yeah. I will say Shout out to I think that's amazing Still money's going Into other folks pockets Because she's attached To that non-brown company But Congratulations Rihanna um, That's Dope. Like my cousin Because I meet her Talk on the phone Like every other day You know So you know Like me just, and What she say about that? I was going to say Ask her when music Coming where, where? out <laughs> <laughs> is she just retired to music or is she just She said I'm doing these I'm doing boss moves. <laughs> no, she did say in a recent interview that she's gonna um her ninth album will be out soon. It's going to be a reggae album. And that's uh, crazy that she can't like she this big and came from Barbados. Like it's, right, it's, right. It's, mm-hmm. And it's funny because Well them my cousins. Them our cousins. So you know we was gonna yeah, yeah. you know, we we're gonna support anyway because that's our <laughs> our That's our kin. That's TT's <laughs> other other, 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 other kids, and them. They only come up grandma's house every now and then. Yeah, they get together yeah. at the distant, you know, right. family reunion. So we knew she was gonna blow. That's and that's amazing. I think that's great. And then what? I think what you tell me, James. At one point, she just got all her records out the way because she had to do that contractually. And now that she's got that done, she took a break. Is that what you said? Yeah, she has like a seven album deal with her record label. So she was releasing an album every single year in November for seven years in a row. A to lot of get work. out of that contract. That's why now that she's out of it, she's releasing music every three or four years because she can actually take her time. She has the um her artistry can become real. Right. Who, she had, has who, the creative who had her control. confined in that? Rock Nation did? Mm-hmm. Jay Z, now you listen. Uh, Are a, they still cool? It's a game. Yeah. But it is a game. Sure. It's it a game. Absolutely it's a game. game. They ain't dealing drugs, Speaking they dealing music. Speaking of Rock Nation. My little cuz Paris Noel had an album that just released. And, Say what? Uh, yeah, did you know that? No, yes. I don't even know who Paris is. You never told me. You need nothing. you need to look up, look him up. But it's called Beautifully Flawed, and Rail Carter, which is Jay Z's nephew, is his A and R. So we are uh, on to bigger and, and big things. But y'all, y'all definitely go check. Look, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, all that, YouTube. 
Paris Noel, Beautifully Flawed. It is a classic album. He is based out of Detroit, but he do not sound like Sada, 42 Doug, Peasy. Yeah, I'm going to drop names. He don't, he don't sound like that because he, he his own person. He don't need oh, to be like P-R- that. Oh, he's double I. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, please. I'm Please excited. Do. Listen, I'm just I'm just, he, I've been oh, playing. Oh, oh wait, this is the one you played for me. Yes, the rapper. Yes. Okay, yes, I yes. do remember this. Yeah, I've been shout playing out. the album all day, every day. It's really good. It's I dope. just want to know, can I get a can I get a verse? He's no, I'm 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 in negotiations with him and Real to come on the show. So Yes. Real Carter we will be here. We can't pay you. No, we they know that. Okay. They know that. <laughs> we can't pay you. We Because Real Carter, my play cousin, so uh everybody play cousin. Play yes. Cousin. So he gonna they coming. They come That's beautiful. Sure. <laughs> and uh, thank you for your shout out. And then finally, for my shout out, I had all this time to think about a shout out, but honestly, I don't really know. I'm going to shout myself out for this reason. Mm-hmm. I had a very rough tweet. Like, literally, these funerals have taken a toll on me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to shout myself that. out for being able to put one foot in front of the yes, other. Yes, it did. And yes, just it did. get through it. Because mm-hmm. it was rough. And I, it, it was rough. I, the second funeral, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm just going to sit here. I ain't about to cry nothing. I never, for you know, I was like, oh. Like, it was just horrible because I loved uh, the people that passed away. And it just, it just, well, what Tyler Perry tell the family at Aretha Funeral, we hope that the grieve, the grievings come in waves. That way you can, you can manage The it. wave can come and, yeah. and you can ride it as... as as much as you know how. Mm-hmm. So, you What's do that, that with grievance. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's the fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all going to hear the fan in the background a little bit because it just started making noise. And it's hot in the studio. So, deal with it. Okay? As long as you can hear us. As <laughs> long I mean, as you hear us. That's all, all you that know what I'm saying. Y'all got them house fans, too, that be making noise. Don't okay, play. don't act. Don't like trip. Right. Don't, don't trip. Everybody ain't got AC. This one ain't shaking, neither. So don't trip. Right. <laughs> 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 I just saw a couple hanging from the ceiling shaking. Like it's on the wing in the prayer, Lord. Yeah. Don't let it fall. It sounds it's like not. it's we're gonna pray. I look pretty sturdy. Look pretty sturdy. All right, now for the random question of the day. I like the random question of the day. These two hate it, but I like it. This is actually a really cool one. I hope so because woo. Shut mm. up. You know, learn the ministry of shutting up. Okay. Learn the art. I'm, I'm learning it, but not know, today. You don't know how. Not you don't today. even know how. Is Remember it weird her name? or you? Probably both of us because okay. that's we. She's the yin to my yang, and so we always talk. This is how we met. This is how we are. We fight, fuss, and argue like sister and brother. She gets on my nerves. I get on hers, mm. but I'm always right. So the random <laughs> question of the day. We're gonna let our guest answer first. This is actually pretty cool. If you could right now trade jobs with someone, someone you know, someone you know in the public eye or personally, who would you trade jobs with and why? I'm gonna let you go first, though. One of my best friends, uh, his name Kay Felder. He a uh, professional basketball player. Well, um, I would just want to be a professional in something that I love. You know, he prefer who he play for. He play overseas. Oh, they be making money over certain money country? at. He in China. In China. Well, he back now, but he played for China. Really? They be making money overseas. Yeah. They making mm-hmm. bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, you straight out of high, you've been doing all your life basketball and you make it out from Detroit. It's like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. That's dope. That bring dope. him on the show, too. Hey, I yeah, love to sure. highlight uh, everybody that's doing some things. That's what this show is all about. For sure. um, what about you? 
I ain't gonna lie, just, I'm probably gonna piggyback right off of what he said. That, that's cool. That just traveling the world, being doing what you love, like it's not a hassle. Like yeah. you want to get up and play basketball because yeah. that's what you've been doing. All. So just being able to just be in a space that you want to be in and do move how you want to move. Be like, bound to. Yeah, like so. I like yeah. And make the money that's supposed to be made. Like yeah. I said earlier. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with that. I like that. I like that. that. James. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> I have no clue. No clue at all. To come, come back, back to me. Yeah, come back to okay. me. Okay. Ask Maria Renee. Uh, Get up on your mic. She'll be taking a picture. Let me go. Why she thinking about who she going to trade out? Let me just shout out her wig. Because <laughs> it is. You like my wig? It, I love it. Yeah. I like it. It's silky. It I looks like Isla Girl. It's, yeah, it, it gives me Shaka Khan. Oh, um, it's gonna get pulled off tonight. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> I got nauseous. Oh, uh, uh, right. oh my god! <laughs> Gotta swallow it back. Wait. <laughs> uh, if I had to trade places with somebody, um, no, I couldn't. I'm sorry. Where? Where? Because in all of the ups and downs and twists and turns, I think my little life pretty dope. I like that. I'll take that. I'll take we've, that. We've come a long way. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I'm good. Okay. All right. James, have you yeah. thought of one? Yeah, I have. So I've mentioned her a few times on the show, but um, June Ambrose. I don't know her personally, but she is a... You love her life. I do love her life. <laughs> I stalk her Instagram. She's a celebrity <laughs> um, stylist for specifically Jay-Z and Beyonce, first and foremost. But then she's at all the fashion shows, and she has her own fashion brand and everything. So I would definitely switch switch lives and jobs with her just mm. to experience that. And then have that influence because then once you have that influence, what are you going to do with it? So, absolutely, that is who I would switch with. I love that. <laughs> okay, I just say what switch about lives. You, you said well, lives. I, like I my said lives, lives and jobs. Oh, I would switch both. I would switch jobs with the fucking president of the United States of America. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barack? No, 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 not no. our president. Their president. The, the other one. Oh, I don't even the, be. The mofo that's in there right now, uh-huh. uh, he can be a transportation supervisor, and <laughs> I would be the president of the United States of America, and I would work really hard, if you vote for me, to reverse everything that the orange man has done. I will not collude with Russia. I will not grab pussies. I will not be racist and cultivate an America where pussy grabbing and racism is okay. I will make sure that we are all equal in the United States of America. Please, can I have your vote? Can I do it? Okay, <laughs> now listen. Can I do it? Do it? Got, my, got my vote. Thank you. Yes, yes. About that. I don't know. I didn't mean to scratch you. So I was talking Ow. I was talking to one of my homeboys yesterday. We, we got on the subject of the president. So yeah. look at this, right? He said he loved Donald Trump. This is a black man, middle class. Okay. He loved wait, wait, let, let me explain. Okay. No, he didn't, but let me explain. Fine. Okay, fine. He said... That he's the only president that then fired everybody. And do you know why he fired everybody? Mm-hmm. Because he These was people has been running, they've been a senator, a congressman for over 50 to 40 years. Okay? Even Barack didn't, didn't fire these people. And these are the people that's making all our laws, right? 
making that making everything that we go through eligible okay so he really then came in and, and swept and hold, held everybody accountable for the fucked up shit that they've been doing all these years okay but okay. he brought in people that do the same shit so well he didn't fire them matter? too though. you know but he go, he go through he go through teams like the turnaround like, game yeah, it, 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 his, his turnaround it's game strong. is strong he doesn't hold himself accountable and so no I one else does that's my, the problem I, I didn't even look at See, it like that I'm See? gonna look at it I'm gonna, here's my comment on that he's Boom. firing people who don't support the bullshit he's doing right if I'm not gonna help cover up your shit if I'm not gonna do what you want me to do if, cause it's wrong he gonna fire you so he's not like no, he's but doing some it for of the them greater good to, no yeah he did cause some of them did need to be fired though. I don't think so I think he did it just some of them did need to be he has that Betsy DeVos lady still working up there. Yeah, that billionaire chick from Michigan who don't know, have no background in education. And she's in charge of the schools. For the country. Okay. Okay. Ridiculous. Well, I just want to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I guess I got to get back in tune with what he was trying to say. But I don't believe in the devil. So mm. there. There you have it, Will. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So let's move on to our brown brilliant. So Yes. He is an American businessman. An investor and a philanthropist. A former, uh, he's a former chemical engineer and investment banker. He is the founder, chairman, and CEO of private equity firm Vista Equity Partners. In 2018, he was ranked by Forbes as the 163rd richest person in America. Woo! He was number 480 on Forbes 2018 uh, list of the world's billionaires with a net worth of 4.4. Billion. He also included in the Vanity Fair's new establishment list. And in 2017, he was named by Forbes as one of the 100 greatest living business minds. In 2018 cover story, Forbes declared him the wealthiest African-American, surpassing <coughs> Oprah Winfrey. You wow! Bringing up Auntie like we, although we we ain't we ain't forgave her yet. Still. No, we didn't. Okay, we still mad okay. at Auntie Oprah for bringing out that Michael Jackson yes. uh, documentary you thing. You had to mention her name. Okay, okay. So he surpassed. <laughs> I'll let you know when. Okay, let us know. Okay. He dec- he was declared the wealthiest African American, surpassing her. Mm-hmm. Uh, most notably for me, and I think everybody in this room because we can all relate to this shit is. Um, I have never literally heard of this gentleman until recently. He did something that really hit home for me personally. Yes, he did. This act made me tear up. Yes, I, I cried. Cry. I cried too. I did cry. No, for real, I cried. I cried. And he literally paid off the student debt for the graduating class of Morehouse College. Woo! He the GOAT. Wow. Yeah, he the GOAT. I might, I might have sent him an email. I got so much debt for him. <laughs> okay, I'm about to, <laughs> what you say? I said, I might have sent him an email. I got so much debt for him. <laughs> hey, bro, uh, handle this one too, baby. Right, right, right. Listen, can, Look, I, be, can I be added to the number? That's what said. We was right up the street, bro. Look, all right, two hours away. Why you ain't tell me? I would have transferred the last semester. I would have transferred that last year. I heard it only came up to like 50 million, too. Oh, you heard compared, 50 million? Compared to what he... That ain't shit for him. That's a drop in the bucket that for him. Right. Yeah, that ain't shaking it up. Right. Yeah. That's gas money. 4.4 million. That point four his billion yeah. can there pay off that 40 million, 50 million. There's a butt. What's the butt? What's the butt? There's a butt. What? Morehouse. Is it a big butt or a little butt? Shut the fuck up. Let me hear this. Morehouse. Morehouse doesn't want him to pay off the loans that the parents of the students took out. Only the loans that the students actually took out. So if your mom and dad took out fifty thousand dollar loans for you, those aren't getting paid Where did you off. Get that at? And who is oh, Morehouse who to tell me to spend that? my money? Who, who told you that? It was on the news. Who is Morehouse to tell me how to spend my money? Y'all never watch the damn news. 
That's what we got you for. You didn't nobody ask them to say. Didn't nobody ask them because Morehouse oh, bold as hell for that. Right. That is bold. You should yeah. take this debt off of these parents. No, Sally May probably emailed uh, Morehouse <laughs> like, "Y'all do that." Is it? Yeah. All right. We ain't gonna get our interest. <laughs> we no. snatching the creditations. Like, no, hold up, there. Right. We paying it all off. We paying it all Sally off. Sally say, "I beg your pardon." You can do what? Didn't nobody yeah, run nothing past right. me now. Right. Because we want that interest money. Don't step on toes. Now this is what you ain't gonna do. It's actually Morehouse, so he wants to pay that as well. But it's more how he can still pay because he can set he up can a little still, situation. It's 400 students. Thank you. Set up a situation, call my office, thank you. put you on a list, and I'll send a check to pay Listen, it off. No let me tell problem. you something. For my kids, I've been and called him my damn self. Unc, this is between <laughs> me and I'm me. Shirley, Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> Shirley. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. I got you, baby. Listen. Yeah, I need that, though. Listen, I know you do. I, I do too. I do too. Listen, I'm talking about fifty five right now. Fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm fifty in there. Fifty. Well, I'm. I want to say that. Too much. I think. Right. Parents should be like, well, since y'all finna do that, we good on having our kids come to Morehouse. Like that should Boy, be at the, Morehouse. Yeah, that should be at the forefront. But, like but I'm straight. We need to know why though. I, I do want to know why. Let me have an intellectual engagement. Figure out why they said that. Because it's mm-hmm. still Caucasian people that's on their board and was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> you why? doing the most now. Can, can, can we? Can we? You're get a doing boost? the most. Can now. we get a boost in society? Can we get a boost in the American society? Then, Please. I, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he challenged other alum to do the same or something like that. Yeah, pay it for it. Yeah. That was his whole speech paid for. Well, everybody ain't got four point four billion, uh, you know, no, everybody, everybody that's rich becomes un- auntie to us. Well, I mean, they could know if you are an alumni at Morehouse, you could take one child and just uh, yeah, one or two here and there. I mean, honestly, that would make sense. I mean, let me if tell you, you something. We get all these, yeah, yeah, we get all these scholarships, right? Because once I'm able to, I'm definitely going back to Michigan and paying off some stuff for some brown students. Let me tell you something, I hear about all these damn scholarships for students. Give me a scholarship for as a graduate. Hell, I graduated. Give me a scholarship to pay on the student loan debt. I think we deserve it too. It shouldn't just be yeah. for the students that's in school. It should also be for us. Like, we graduated. We got all this debt. Oh, we Help should just us. Get free College shouldn't even be that expensive to start with. It like, should not be. To and, get a piece of paper. And he speaks. Look at him speaking. What you saying? <laughs> I'm saying. Repeat college, that. What you say, Drake? College shouldn't even be that expensive. Okay, then. Okay. All right. Now, because if you think about it, everybody really not, did. everybody's still not going to take advantage of the opportunity if it's even if it's free. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you still got people that school not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So even if it's free, like high school, you got high school dropout. So why not make the education? But free? you know what? Like, though, I hear I'm saying if I know it's kind of like well, here's why I don't think it should be free. I think it should get debt eliminated. But here's why I don't think it should be free because if you know you go into college knowing that it's free. You gonna fuck off. You gonna fuck it off. Oh, I ain't gotta worry about this because it ain't gonna cost me nothing. No way. If you got that motivation, like I got to get in and out so I can minimize the debt that I have and get it done quickly and efficiently so I can minimize the debt, then you're gonna be like, okay, let me get in and out. But if you know that you're gonna have that mess paid off, <laughs> no problem. Let me tell you something. The kids at Michigan, those kids that I got made connections with, because I was like older when I went back to school, but um, those kids I made connections with, they, oh, my mom and dad are paying for this, they're paying for my dorm and blah, blah, blah. Great. They were fucking off. Like they would, they would miss tests. They would do. They didn't care because yeah. they knew it was paid for. Mm-hmm. Their educational trust that their family has. Blah sense. blah blah. Whereas but how me, many African American children can say that their mom is paying for the education? Not their parents many. are right. There so are some. They wouldn't have that mentality. You know the ones that that got that mentality because they they the ones with the money. 
Yeah, yes. I, it makes sense. But I mean, still, shout out to Robert I Smith. Mean, my I mean, sister I think got that's a, great, but. A full, when I say full ride, she'll never pay for a degree in her life, and she ain't, she ain't messing up. She took full advantage of that. She so graduated people, with mean, two yeah. degrees. So everybody no, just different. Yes, yeah. yeah. Background, how your people raised when they yeah. right? Exactly. It's yeah. not it's not consistent with everybody, mm-hmm. but definitely. Uh, speaking of school, so I want you guys to take some time now to kind of tell us about your journeys through school. Like, what was it like when you were thinking about going to school? What What were you thinking like when you started school? Were you thinking like? First of all, when did you figure out I need to go to college or was it I want to go to college? How was it in school? How was it now that you're out of school? And you had the the graduate degree plus your undergraduate degree. Because one is a HBCU and the other is... PWR. Up, yeah. Oh, it's a big difference. I, I'm anxious. You said PWR? I. Predominantly white institution. Oh, I never oh, heard that before. That is what that means. I never heard that, that, that before. That, yeah, they say that now because See, they're trying to make a difference. In like it. my grandma yeah. said, y'all learning me something. <laughs> y'all learning me something on today. Yeah. Okay, so I, PWI versus yeah, I, a, I let I let so PWI versus a PBI. No, 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 no. PWI versus HBCU. HBCU. Probably black. Oh, you don't say probably historical black, black colleges, universities. Okay, you say so it. I can't say that. What to say again? But what if it's a predominantly black, black institution and it's not an HBCU? It's still a PCA. Yeah, that's, that don't even exist. I just coined one. I just coined the term with a patent copyright. If you use that, you're going to pay me, goddammit. Pay me. I got these loans. Okay, so who wants to start? I'll let Zoe go first. Um, so I kind of feel like I had to go. My mom, she had me. Were you young. first college grad? No, my mom was. Okay. But my mom had me young, like, had me while she was still in high school, graduated high school, when they got her bachelor's and her master's. Love it. Yeah, so yes. Were you the only, like, her only child at that time? Yes. Okay. So I kind of, like, she didn't even have to tell me. I just knew I had to, you know, follow her footsteps. Yeah. Um, I'm a year older than him. Like we said, we best friends since middle school, high right. school. So uh, another one of my best friends, we uh, first male. To go off to college in our school, yeah, um, we didn't really know much. I mean, we had our moms in our ear, but it was essentially just me and him. And so we, uh, I, I didn't even apply to multiple schools. I applied to Eastern, they accepted me, and I ran with it. I just <laughs> knew I had to get into some college. Yeah. Um. So what year did you come out? I didn't hear you. What year did you 13, come out? Of East? Okay. 2013. Okay. Um. So we went to we went to Eastern first day on campus. I remember walking around like. Man, it's scary. Like, I ain't never even been in this type of environment before. I'm away from home. Like, yeah, this is new. I got freedom. I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, and it was just like, we was really just figuring things out on our own. Like, I had my mom to call if I had questions, but she was, you know, her experience was different. I was, she was taking care of me while she was in school, so she didn't get the experience. To, of being on campus. Yeah, being on campus and being a college student and meeting new people and networking and stuff like that. After she got a class, she had to come back to the crib, you know? Mm. So, um, really was just figuring out on our own, man. One of my close friends now, um, I wanted to go to HBCU, but I didn't have nobody to go with me. Like, I, like I said, he was a year younger than me. Um, he went to HBCU, but he had people with him and he seen us going to college. So he seen what we did and he was just like, Oh, HBCU might be better. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. have nobody above me to see like, oh, do I want to go to a PWI or HBCU? And I just felt like I, I would have if we if we like graduated at the same time and had somebody ahead of us that that we looked at that seen how it was going down at the PWI. I for sure would have went to HBCU just to be around my people. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't was re- it a culture shock to you? 
Was it at first? Yes. Okay. Um, I didn't know anybody. I went from being popular in high school to coming to Eastern. Being nobody. Yeah, being like, I don't nobody. know. I don't know. Yeah. Who, they don't know me. Didn't know nothing about the black community up there. Didn't know nothing about the Greek life. Didn't know nothing about the organizations up there. Anything. Um, stayed in my dorm freshman year. Really loved my. I mean, like I had fun, but I didn't network how after sophomore, junior, senior year how I did. So, right. Right. Um, yeah, it was definitely a different experience. Um, but once I got into meeting the black community and it was like I had my best days at Eastern. I done met some of my best friends at Eastern. Um we we ran into some problems, some uh racist stuff, but Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I don't know if y'all remember, but it was like uh leave it was it said like KKK leave niggers on the side of one of the buildings. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. At Eastern. This was like my senior year. I remember. It was that. like huge. Yeah. Um you know, it's a place that you that you walk in, you 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 sit next to white students. You don't know that could have been them that spray paint that spray painted on the. Uh, yeah, you looking at them like, like yeah, you know. But that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it was it was some tough times, but I also had good times too. Like I don't regret nothing at Eastern. Okay. Yeah, and I don't regret. I don't really get into that HBCU PWI debate because, like I said, I had a great time at Eastern and yeah. the black community. We like a family. Yeah. Like, when I transferred to uh, Michigan State for grad school, I kind of was like to myself because the black community up there just wasn't how it was at Eastern, how I was used to it, you know? Right. Um, maybe because I was only there a year or two that I didn't really get to. Really things out. When I was older, I'm in grad school. You right, know? right. So that all, a lot goes into it. But, but you created a group, a yeah. family. yeah. On Eastern's campus, yeah. and y'all had y'all own. Yeah, it felt like home. Like, okay. like I go back to Eastern, like homecoming. I have a ball. Okay. You know? Okay. So. so, what would you tell a high schooler, a high school senior that's getting ready to make that that choice and decision? What what, what advice would you give to them? Really think about like what you want to do because a lot of times when we go into um, college, we just know we got to go to college. So we choose a degree that we don't even think about, like, the debt-to-income ratio once we get out of school or— How marketable need, is the degree going to be yeah. to make me the money I need to make to pay yeah. that shit off? Yeah, because, I mean, of course, <clears throat> people say, oh, you don't do it for the money, but at the end of the day, like, you still need to get paid, you know? You done put all these all these years in, all this work in. Mm-hmm. You know, you still got to make a living. You can't get out of college and still be broke. That don't even make sense. You I know? can probably, I mean, a lot of people can probably go work at McDonald's and make the same yeah. amount of money they make once they graduate college. Yeah. And I'm not talking about their work, they're making, like, when they graduate college, they're not making McDonald's wages, but by the time you pay off all your, or paying your monthly bills and your debts from mm-hmm. school, you're making the same you'd make every two weeks at McDonald's. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, I'm still at home. I'm still yeah. broke as hell. But, okay, great. You really got to, like, Look that junk up and figure it out, like, what you really want to do. Because what did you do for undergrad? What, which degree? I did social work. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I chose that because my mom, she uh, took a, like, uh, a psychology clinical route. Um, so I was used to it. I grew up around it. And, you know, the way that she raised me and how she prepared me to think and talk and everything like that, it just, it, it kind of made sense. And I was, sure. like I said, I was used to it. And even when I graduated with my bachelor's, I, I knew I had to go back and get my master's because... Like, I love what I do, but I just knew that the debt the debt to income ratio was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Damn yes, ridiculous. it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you decided to go to MSU, but I'm sure it was pretty pricey to get an MS, MSW from there. Did you compare prices, or did you have scholarship money? Or So I actually took a cheaper route because, um, so it's two programs. It's the advanced standard program, which is one year, and then it's the two-year program. Um, 
or it's the part time like three year program. So I did the advanced standing program. Okay. Um, and that was like thirty thousand compared to however much the two year is. You okay. Know? Okay. Just accelerated. So less classes, more intense. Um, in and out faster. Okay. Okay. With the expectation that you already had these skills when you come here. Yeah. To you know put you a little head. That's attractive. That's a very attractive mm-hmm. uh, program, especially the acceleration. Absolutely. I'm sure you'd love to do that shit for your nursing. Oh, I ain't no love to. That has to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I need you to make that money quick yeah, so I can yeah, borrow yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be borrowing the fuck for, out of money. For my CRNA, it, it will be celebrated mm-hmm. for sure. I, I am going to be borrowing the fuck out of some money. I know. I'm not going to even give it, it back. I'm not giving it back. I won't. Okay. I will well, not do know. it. That's what it is. So when you... Uh, okay, so when you, when you got done, what are you actually doing with your degree right now? I'm working at Arab American and Chaldean Council down on Seven Mile and John R. Okay, I'm a home based therapist. Okay, so you are you a li- you're a licensed clinician? Limited license. I can't get my full license. So you practice what three thousand, four thousand, four thousand hours? hours. And like how long is that? That's about two years. Two that's years. like because you work full time two thousand eighty hours a year. So if you do it for about two years, it's about yeah, yeah two years of full time. Okay. And work. that's full time. Like that's not even including sick days, vacation days. Like you know, and I think it's like. It's a bunch of hours of individual supervision with my with a uh, limited. I mean, I would limited with a full license, uh, master's of social work. Uh, somebody has their full license. I have to have supervision with them a certain amount of hours. Yeah. Then I gotta uh, take a test. So Are I you can going take to the do test that? whenever. Yeah. Okay. I can take the test whenever. <clears throat> so that'll be like secured, and then once exactly. I get those four thousand hours, and I have my full license. I love that. Good. I'm taking that same route, brother. I'm so glad you're going through it because. Man, when you doing my homework, I'm gonna be sitting right there. <laughs> I'm gonna put the book right here and just do the whole osmosis thing. It's gonna mm-hmm. just osmosize into my brain. You gonna be like, man, I'm knocking this out. I'm like, yeah, you do it because that's how you support your own. You mm-hmm. do stuff. You know, you got to support, right? So I would say if you can, like, if you if you have the financial stability or just the support or the mindset to even just like sacrifice a year, yeah, to do that advanced standard program. Like I say, do that. It is. Insane. Is it anywhere else other than Michigan State? Yeah, a lot like U of M. You can go back to U of M. Oh, okay, well, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Ah, that's more of my speed. But it's probably gonna cost a whole lot more at U of M, which seriously, overpriced. It's a great education, but it is overpriced. And I do like Michigan State. I like to talk shit because this is fun. But I don't like I, the atmosphere at U of M. Though. Really? It just feel different. What you mean? It's a different vibe. I don't know. It's just a different vibe. Does it feel racist here. to you? It's, it's just. It might be more so now because I graduated in 10 and it might be now because of who we have in office. So the climate might have changed. Oh, yes. It ain't no um, might have. It has. Yeah. When I was up there, though. He has given permission. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. His flat permission. Up. You have permission. But now, actually, for me, uh, I go there a lot because I just like Ann Arbor. I love Ann Arbor. It's a great. To me, it's a quirky town that's really like hippie-ish and that's like mm-hmm. my vibe it's cool but I've not noticed anything but also I'm not in the academic institution either mm-hmm. I'm not taking classes with professors who could be racist I don't know so we'll see but this day and age I'm I'm I'm, I'm punching people I'm done I'm not I'm done playing games I'm done with the whole are you gonna be discreetly racist towards me okay I'm gonna beat your ass that's it I'm done I'm fighting now I'm done <laughs> right. I'm fighting mm-hmm. okay alright so talk to us tell us about before uh, school during after like did you know you had to go to school are you the first college grad um definitely uh for my family on my mom's side i'm the first male graduate okay um, from college so with me i kind of went to a high school where it was like you know diverse kind of so it had whites blacks all that type of stuff uh, lance cruz high school that's where i graduated from okay um so it's them with out that, 
with that being <laughs> said, like I I didn't really feel like I don't talk to anybody from high school. Like I don't not like that. Like I don't. I probably got like five friends you from high school. You don't fuck with y'all. So <laughs> <laughs> so like <clears throat> I kind of felt like out of place there. You know what I'm saying? So the biggest thing with me was. I know I had since when I like I told you I was the first person to go yeah. to college, so I knew I had to create a different route, and I had people under me like younger cousins, and like now I got a younger sister that she turned ten in October. Um, so I knew I had to go to college. Like that was my whole thing. My mom always pushed me to be like go get out of get out of the state, you know, go yeah. to college. So in the HBCU, I already knew that's what I wanted to do. Like because I wanted to be around my people. So I had a cousin that was actually going down there, a female cousin, and my senior year. I went down there during spring break, and I was just on campus, got the atmosphere and just different stuff like that. And I loved the weather, too. Right. Tired of the snow, all that. So oh, okay. that was kind of like, like I said, that was the only uh, university I applied for. Right. And I knew I wanted to go out of t- like out of state. So I took that and ran with it. And that was like, first getting on campus, it's kind of like overwhelming because yeah. you haven't had to deal with your own problems by yourself ever because you always had your parent, you know, yeah. like. I'm per signing hungry. permission hey, slips. <laughs> yeah, you know, signing permission slips, all type of different stuff like that. So now as you going to talk to people that's in these positions and they older now, you know, and they're not taking you as serious because you're only an 18 year old student. Right. So right. you kind of got to go in there like, I Put need this, 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 this. Yeah, you like, know, I bro, need this, this. Because if you go in there timid, like, they going to, that's how they're going to treat you accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, like, they'll tell you, like, there's no help there, no help there, but it's always some help. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with that being said, like, I went there. Um, I graduated in five years with a um, bachelor's of rehabilitation services. I'm going to go back to grad school for my rehabilitation counseling. Love that. Master's of rehabilitation. Sure is. I love that. So, um, <laughs> so, like, my time being there, um, it really, like, like, you know, most people just have, like, I wish I would have did this different or that different. Like, no, I, I feel like everything happened for a reason. I feel like I was in the place that I needed to be in. And I capitalized off and made the most of it. Like, being down there, first-generation grad, um, I crossed over into Omega Psi Fire Fraternity. Yeah. Yes, you um, did. I was a part of different organizations such as Collegiate 100, Rehabilitation Service Club, different things like that. So I always wanted to, like, I'm a people person, so I wanted to just be involved, different things like that. So when I got down there, it kind of just made, felt like home, like made a home for myself, made a name for myself, different things like that. So it really, like the advice that I have for like people that's under me, I would say like, the sky's the limit and everything happened for a reason. So whatever you want to do, just put your mind to it and it'll all work out like that. I love that. Um, now, a lot of people, a lot of people will join fraternities on PW and PWI campuses because they need to feel that unity, the same unity you find with the brown people at Eastern. You didn't have to because everybody there was brown. So what was your motivation for joining the fraternity? Were you looking for the connections after after college in the big white world? Um, actually, just being a, like from being on campus, like first day I stepped foot on campus, seeing like how that group of um, brothers like interact with each other, it's kind of like different from everything else that I saw. So. Me growing up in a mostly female dominant family, mm-hmm. I didn't really see like brother. I ain't had no brothers. I ain't, you know different things like that. So it kind of was like I wanted to feel that void like brothers, like you know Were you forever. Only child? Um, yeah, up oh. till till I was thirteen. Then my mom you had my said that already. Yeah, yeah. She, so now I got an old yeah. age. You know. <laughs> so basically, my motivation with it was just like I said, creating a different path, like. Nobody else, like I said, did it. So I wanted to just be motivation to whoever was looking up to me or, you know, different things like that. Like, okay. So that was my biggest thing with it. And I 
Love it. I, I, I think that's very important. Uh, thank you both for sharing. That's that's deep because I mean, for me, I, I'm the first college grad in the family too, like you said, and it was just kind of like um, I, the preparedness wasn't there. I don't think I would have had as much debt had I had people prepared me. Had we been like mom had been like, okay, let's sit down together and do this homework because I need to make sure in your mind you understand how important this homework is because the grade you get on this homework is going to go on a document that will go, well, well, all these homeworks are going to go on a document that will cumulatively add up to a score. That score is then going to be placed on a transcript. That transcript is going to then be uh, a deciding factor for whether or not you get money for a school, right? And so, I mean, I didn't understand all that. I just knew I went to school. I barely graduated high school. Not that I was stupid, but it's a whole nother podcast. But I, I did a podcast about education. But I do believe that the education no system is not designed for people like me, people of color like myself. I think it's designed for someone else that's not me. And that's just my personal belief. And, and I'm going to piggyback off of what you just said. Like, going to the HBCU, like, they don't... Uh, like going like in high school, they don't really teach us about our history, you know, like the brown history. Of They're like I learned different things, like because they tap into different things because it's the HBCU. So of course they want to talk more about Absolutely. the black community. So it kind of like it's different. Like I go to a, a, a PWI um, campus and it's like it's just different. Where like it's not. I, I go to Alabama State, Montgomery, Alabama. Oh, so that's that's, right. a, that's, nice. that's that's the HBCU. Okay, but, uh, but they have a school like University of Alabama, up oh, in Tuscaloosa, okay, or something okay, like that. Okay. Like, I thought you said you go to one now, like for masters. Oh no, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no, no, no! I'm gonna go back to HBCU for my uh, graduate degree. You yeah, go so back we, to your. We gonna take it all the way out. Yeah. All the way out. We gonna yeah. do it all the way. You gonna go back to, back to Alabama Monitor? State? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, we, right. we gonna take it. So to the like, end. it's kind of just different. Like, the vibe on campus is just different. Like, it's, yeah. it, like you just feel it. I don't know like how to really even describe it, but you just feel that difference. Like, it's not really. Like being at the HBCU, like it's kind of like close knit, just because it's a smaller sure. population than sure. you his know cousins. that. And that's all his loved ones is there. So cousins, a lot cousins, a loved ones. Yeah. You like to say that's all there. <laughs> I love so, that. So yeah, I, I, I definitely I, live it. I wish I would have went to one for sure. Yeah. You can you can get your PhD in one. You know that's gonna be different. That campus life so serious. I'm letting you know that campus life so serious. Yeah, PhD. You are you just right. You yeah, study, yeah, you yeah, you right. You study, research so right. many headaches. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I just wish I would have got that experience. Like, yeah. I kind of do too, but I also feel like I would, just my personal opinion for me, my I statement applies to me. I feel like I might have been stifled a little bit because. The world that I was going to live in, the HBCU experience, this is my opinion, the HBCU experience might be a hindrance to what the real world is like. And I didn't want to put myself How into so? a... I'm going to tell you if you shut up. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to put myself into a false sense of security about having uh, a separated lifestyle at an HBCU, but then I go out into the world and I don't get that same support and I have a culture shock. So now I'm going out to the big white world and I'm getting discriminated against. I'm getting treated like shit here and I don't know why because when I was in college, I was everything was gravy, but now I'm out of college. It's like, uh, how do I navigate this? Whereas with the PWI, uh, not necessarily that I, I still would have liked the HBCU experience, but with the PWI, I'm getting to see what the real world is about to offer me for real, for real. That's just my opinion. Not to take away from your experience or even you want to go there, and I still would have gone, but it just feels like I would have gave me a false sense of I'm security. A, I'm going to I'm I'm uh, say I got a rebuttal for go you ahead, on that. Yeah, um, with that, like I said, um, 
being at HBCU, like you got your people, you know what I'm saying? It's your your people. Like you still got you know Caucasians that work at the university or different things like that. But for Any the majority, it's more uh, huh. Anybody in the student body Caucasian? Definitely, definitely. Like at, like we got athletes. Like we got a bowling team. It's different things like that. You know, like we don't really be well, on bowling. Just a white folks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're the minority they're, on campus. Yeah, yeah, definitely the minority. Uh, so um, it's a lot of people that want to see you. Do good, succeed. Like with it being that small, you know, yeah. they done been already been in your shoes or whatever, right. and they working that there, and they see people like they self that's trying to get to that next level. You know what I'm saying? So they'll be more willing to help. Whereas like at a PWI, you kind of it's more open, so you got to kind of find those avenues yeah. or you know in that help that people. But where I'm at, like everybody want to see you do good. Like it's just about how you present yourself and how you talk to people. You know what I'm saying? So And I love that. Yeah. It's it, it's like I get what you're saying about creating a false whatever, whatever, but at the end of the day, when you leave off campus, there go the Caucasians, there go to everybody, yeah, else, everybody that, else. It's there. still the real world, but yeah, this yeah. is just where I wanted to I felt yeah. comfortable getting the education there. You know what I'm saying? So So what the one thing I noticed differently is that you were forced to find resources and the connections necessary, just as I was at Michigan. You at Eastern, maybe not so much at MSU because you were there for a short time, but uh, find the connections and the resources necessary to succeed with what you needed to do. You just had it because you were in a, you were separated and in a group all out on your own. Kinda not because you still like I told you like they step on they step on your toes like okay. if you go in there okay. without because you gotta like you still gotta go seek the different things yeah. like on campus and different avenues like that. But when you find it, there'll be. More willing to help you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they and I for love sure. that support. And yeah. I really want to see more of that in society. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's that actually perfectly segues into uh, the, our topic for the day. The meat of the day would be: What do you think about segregation, or I would rather say separation? Segregation kind of represents the oppressive force that were, was put on us with the Jim Crow laws and stuff like that back in the day, and that was the uh, systemic oppression of a particular race, but more so separation. What do y'all think about? And this is open for everybody. Um, separation. Do we still need? Do we need now? Martin Luther King was all about integration. Let's. I have a dream that my little daughter can sit with a little white chick and whatever. I don't know the words, but he, that's how <laughs> he felt. He wanted to see yeah. everybody be integrated. But then when you are integrated so much so that you are a victim of the discrimination and systemic racism and things that are going to hold you back, do we need to be separated again? Do we need to have, like, for example, the Jewish folks, uh, they have their own little community. You got a lot of Asian folks. They got their little community. You got the Arab folks. They got their community. But see, us brown people, we just scattered all over. We Now, we have our community, whereas we are more so in the impoverished areas. But we're not trying to help each other. We're trying to, a lot of us, and this is a, this is a generalization, but I'm, you get where I'm going with this, is that it's not about helping and building each other like you experienced on campus or what, like you experienced on campus when you found your family. It was more so now about I'm trying to survive. And in my mind, because I've been told this, those Jordans you got on are wonderful. Those Cartiers you got on, great. I want to get them from you because I can't afford them myself, so I'm going to steal them from you. And even if that comes at the cost of taking your life. So that's, that's, that's what we've been fed, a lot of poison into our minds. So do we need to be separated in American society? We can collaborate to grow with other folks, but separate to be consistent and steady. Did, I, I, I'm going to say, I would say no, because I feel like 
even within like whatever. Pause for one second, I realize that you love Alabama and the humidity, but I can't take it, bro. You gotta turn that fan back off for me. I got you. I got you. Because I, you know what, bro? I'm, like, I'm saying like I appreciate you turning because that noise was annoying, but I'm sitting here sweat like a mug. No, I'm sweat like a mug. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So, uh. One thing that I would say, I would say it's not more so separated because I feel like that that term just mean like you hear, you hear, you hear. But I feel like within uh, each like culture of people, everybody has different things to offer. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so somebody might click with the Jewish people or click with the, yeah. you know, Caucasian. So I feel like everybody could benefit from each other. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't say separate. Like I feel like, like I said, everybody has something to offer. Everybody yeah. has different personalities and different things like that. So. Like, not all black people feel comfortable around each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, some black people feel comfortable Touché. with, with, with different, different groups of people. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they more open-minded. Like, yes. we got a lot of people that are just, just existing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they just comfortable in the space that they're in. So, right. I feel like... I, no, I don't... The separation, no. I wouldn't say that. I, would, I, I, I feel like people should be with people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. So, even, you want Martin Luther King. Yeah, I like yeah, I ain't, I ain't well, racist I, or nothing like that. I often tell you because I work in the healthcare field, y'all got to understand we all bleed the same. Absolutely. Right. When we're when we're asking for blood, we're not saying, "Well, give me the the European blood or give give me the the, the Arabic blood." We're not saying that. Right. You, we just need blood. I don't. Right. I don't care who it come from. Right. 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 So if we would have that mentality with each other, there would never be a separation. But economic strength and power, I think, because again, I always talked about it, and I have an episode called $1.2 trillion. That's how much GDP we add in the United States as brown people. We have $1.2 trillion. And so if we were to harness that economic wealth and power, build our own companies, build our own businesses, gas stations, everything, and continue to spend our money in our own communities— and stay in our own communities to support one another, have an HBCU feeling. So when we drive out of our neighborhood, we know we're going out into the big, scary white world, but then we come back into our neighborhood. We know next door, um, Keisha next door, okay, I'm out of sugar. She's going to give you some sugar. It's cool. And then you got uh, Mr. Henry next door on the left side. Uh, he saw the babies on the street acting the fool. So he got after him, and then he told me, you know, that whole feeling of community. We don't have that. Then anymore. you might have a little, little John John down the street that might be breaking their houses. So you didn't. That's true. <laughs> so you that's just, true. It just, that's what I say but about you, the, you just. But because that's the thing. Again, it's a, it's a society we live in. It's a lot yeah. of, I think it's a lot of poison that's been put in our minds because every time you turn on the TV and something's happened, nine times out of ten, it's a brown brother yeah. or sister who has well, done something. That's the media, though. But right, that's, that's, the, that's, media. The, media. that's the only that's thing that's getting talked about. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still poison. And that's yeah. why I'm saying, like, stop taking that stuff in, get our own news stations, all that shit. I'm talking about yeah. getting our whole little microcosm of our own little Wakanda in yeah. our own little area. And just take off. I, think you, I see right. what you're saying. I, I think you need a separation because we, we... So we you more Malcolm us. X like me. Okay, yeah, great. We, we understand us. Yeah. You know, I can have a conversation with you that I can't have a conversation, the same conversation with somebody else. Right, you right, know? right. We understand each other. Uh, I mean... It's time. I feel like it's a time for the separation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah we don't place. just need to be separated. You, that's what I was saying. It's a safe yeah. place. You gotta have somewhere that you can go where you can. Where you feel like yeah. yourself. That's just like any comfortable. You, like you don't just go talk to random people. You go talk yeah. to people that you comfortable. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, well, I do. I, when, I talk to random. People no, about, about your feelings. When I start, when I, about when your I, feelings. When I started the MSW program, <laughs> I was the only black male in there. It was two black women in there. Where do you think I went to go sit? 
with the black women. Yeah, that I was just like right there. Because I already know we can have we can hold a conversation. We can we can talk. Yeah, we can feel. I can fuck with you. Yeah, <laughs> off the strength. It's just like you need that safe place. You need somewhere that you can go mm-hmm. that that you know that these people think just like you. These people go through the same things that you go through, and these people. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I can assume that you're here to help. Yeah. You're here to help me, just like I, I, I'm here to help you. Right. So, and, and I'm not saying that all white folks are bad or anything. Like that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, but I am saying there is a there is an oppressive, an oppressive group of white folks who don't understand that they're oppressive, don't know that they're oppressive, or don't even know that they're being racist. But just think about like growing up. Okay, so growing up as a brown. Well, wait, wait, wait. We're racist against ourselves. Though. We are. We are. Mexicans are racist against other Mexicans. Absolutely. And then look, I'm not saying Jewish not. Are, are racist against but, other but Jewish people. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. None of those races are the majority. If the majority is being racist against you, that can really hurt you. That can make you lose a job. Hello. That could cause you to lose a home, lose opportunities to make more money. It's a lot of things that could occur because the majority race being oppressive has a bigger, more exponential, profound effect Versus a little microcosm of a population being racist. The Mexicans can be racist all they want to towards each other or anybody else. It's not going to have as big of an impact. We can be as racist as we want against ourselves and others. It's not going to have as big of an impact. But when you got a whole group of people who are the majority of the race and they have the power, the influence, they have the businesses, the companies, they sit at the mm-hmm. tops of corporations, that has a profound exponential impact. But see, this impact. is what I don't agree with. I don't like when you say they have the power... They have this, they have that. We are the ones that actually have it. We don't recognize it and use it. I would agree. We, we Every don't. other nationality feeds and thrives off us on a consistent basis. That's why we need that. These are facts. Make, let, let, let's make it make sense. <laughs> like you These said are earlier, facts. Asians, they with the Asians. The uh, Arab, Jewish, yeah, Jewish, Jewish Arab, like they, Arab. It, it work obviously because they know? making money. Yeah, they it banking. Work. They making bank. You they need the separation. It work. We see it. We yeah. see it working. And I'm not saying be. I'm not saying be segregated. I'm just not yeah. a negative thing. It's just like, do we get our own neighbor? Do we go buy like a hundred houses in Detroit and build a neighborhood and then handle our stuff ourselves? Get our grocery stores back. Get our gas. Station, get you our. Hear people bu- talk about that all the all time. The time. Like they used to be gas station. Mister Otis yeah. on the gas station back in the day. Blah 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 blah. And then they talk about how the. CIA or FBI release drugs into our communities, whatever the case is. But yeah, they talk about it all the time, but it's not being done. Yeah, it's not being done. We're still oppressed in our minds. We're still in slavery in our minds. Yeah, the biggest thing is, though, to have around you is like minded people. That's the thing. Like, if you want to separate, put me with people that think like me. You know what I'm saying? Forget the color of the skin, all of that. Like, give me some like minded people. People who are open and diverse can handle this and handle that. Because the thing about it is, when you continue to try to be, like I said, growing up like as a brown man, myself uh you get into these situations where um you 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 when you leave a space you feel exhausted like i'm okay so i was in banking for 11 years and i loved everybody i worked with but i still felt like i had to be somebody else because in banking you know uh i was a bank manager for several years and i got into these rooms and at these levels at different corporations not even just banking where I reached the heights where I was around mostly white people. Once you get to a certain level in corporations, you start looking around, you see people that don't look like you. And so you have to, now you feel like I have to act a certain way. I have to code switch. I have to speak with this intellectual dialect that I have. I can't say, what up though? How you doing? No, just being silly because they don't understand me like you were talking about. I have to be a different person. 
And so then what that does is, first of all, it exhausts you mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Then you go home and then you start looking at other people like, well, they don't behave like I behave when I'm around these white people. And how you behave around the white people becomes your self-schema. That self-schema then gets applied to your everyday. So now you're looking at your own people like, oh, he doesn't speak well. He talked good instead of speaks well. So now they're using improper English. This is what's going on. So now I'm looking at my own people and I'm judging them and I'm ostracizing my own people as well. But I always say, when will we just be like, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. I am who I am. And that's just that. We can actually do that right now. I find myself now at work. I'm, I just, I like being more urban now. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to be ghetto and ratchet as fuck <laughs> yeah. at you this hospital be yourself. with all these Caucasians every day. <laughs> I didn't wore a scarf to work. They had the little bun scarf on. I got my big hoop earrings. I want to give me some long trench ass nails and I have my long ass lashes on and I just want to be like, so what up though? Let me take your blood and let me get your, your blood pressure real quick. Because actually... you still get the job done. See, yeah. but you might not get the job in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I go on the interview, I don't want to be Rebecca. Like I want to be straight okay. up and down, Najio. Hey, girl. So you know why I'm here? You know I need a motherfucking job. Where's that at? What am I hearing? The sound? Yeah. What's... Oh, oh, that's you. Oh, we were like, we was like, where the sound at? Uh, that's all right. You good? This. You... We just wanted to wait. Who playing the video? Like, where's that coming from? Like, no, you good. The be off that. Yeah, I think, I I think it's time for that. It is, but listen, we can't we, do that because why we can't? We can't listen. Understand? I gotta say it again. We are not the majority. The majority are. Mo- we the don't ma- have to be the majority. Listen. Wow. We we listen. My goodness. We gonna be no because now I'm. I'm <laughs> it's your turn now. <laughs> listen here. What is that? <laughs> what is this? Is it me? No. Listen. No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Dre. Dre. He ain't messing it up. It's all right. That's good. That's good. This is the thing. I don't podcast. want us to keep to keep saying, "Well, we the majority. We the majority." Come on, TC. We not the majority no more. They us. In just a different shape and form. Mm-hmm. Look at the Kardashians. It's ass, hair, weave, hip hop, <laughs> a black husband, mixed babies. They are us. We don't have to fit. We don't. We don't have to be. We the majority. We don't have to do that no more. They want to be us. Yeah, they want, for sure. Thank you. Know, you. Our slang and everything. Thank like you. That. They want so. us. Our, we are our us. culture is what's popping. We just gotta tap in with, within ourselves. Right. Thank like, you. They. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. They are, but still, I don't. Still whatever you say, no matter what you say. Not every white person wants to have our culture. The majority of the, the first of all, the majority race, the majority of the majority race, they do secretly. Maybe, but the majority of the majority race is going. That's why they want us America. dead. They are having these jobs. That's they why have they want these slaves. Big, may I? May, may I? The majority of these people are having the positions and the influence and the power to give us jobs or not give us jobs. So if you go into a fucking job interview talking about something, I'm nay nay, what's up, blah, blah, blah. They're not going to give you a job. They're not going to give you a fucking job because they That's don't want fine. you in their business. I don't want their job. But you need I'm about to, to create make money. my own job. That's what I'm saying we need to do. But do you have the skills to do that? No, we don't because we're not all educated like the people in this room. 
We don't all have the skill. We think that running a business is out my trunk. I'm selling burn CDs. And that is a business. Okay, it it's is. A hustle. But it's getting it's money. Right. It's a hustle, but you stealing. You pirating it from other people. So you selling Rihanna CDs at the back of your trunk. You stealing money from her pocket. It's just another brown sister. Why can't we learn how to do it the right way? That's just not right. The majority race still has the power. We, the majority race still has the power. We have to be. We do need to create our. We need to know how to do it the right way. We need to have therapists like you that we can go sit on a couch and get our healing that we need to have so that way we can figure out how to be better productive citizens of society. Now, wait a minute. The app Black Wall Street. Right. That has all of that on it, right? That has black businesses, but the business has to register. I don't know her process for actually getting more brown businesses on to the app. I've actually never even heard of that. Me neither. And she's not done enough marketing, obviously, because we need to get more people to understand. So it's called the official Black Wall Street. It's an app where it, like, you driving by businesses pop up. It's a black-owned business. Oh, now Jay Z, Jay Z, and uh, Diddy are supposed to be coming out with one. I haven't yes. heard much about it. Theirs is probably going to be popping. Um, but that's going to be dope. We need to know where all these brown-owned businesses are. Like mm-hmm. Detroit is different, for example, or my uh, uh, hair shop where, where I get my hair cut, whatever. All these businesses, because I like to try to bank and shop black, mm-hmm. right? But then, it, you know, it's kind of difficult. Um, but here's the thing, too. So when we put these labels on ourselves, like you, you are you are what will be considered loud mouth, boisterous, blah, blah, but you're just colorful and passionate and that's fine. There ain't nothing wrong with who you are. We know that. Oh, I know that. We know that. But <laughs> it intimidates them. I love it. Exactly. I to, do it all the time. To them, it's like, oh my God. I'm making my business to make sure they freak out. She is loud. I want them to though. sweat. I love it. It is loud. And I it love it. Is loud. <laughs> it is loud. <laughs> oh my God, Renee, you're so, whoo. <laughs> You're so toned. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay? But I'm then, good. There are some people, and I might be one of If I took you somewhere where it's majority white people, if you act like that, I might be embarrassed. Because, again, like I said, I'm judging you through the lens of their eyes, not because I have assimilated to how they behave. And, and so now I'm like, oh, my God. It's a time and place for everything. Don't you it time is. and place for no, it ain't. <laughs> no, it's not. You can't just be acting. Uh, no. Come so, on now. So if they, if they throw on the time, if, if they throw on, what's the song? What's y'all song? What's the song that y'all call, y'all y'all uh funk song that y'all always be uh sc- strolling to? You just talking about the dog? Yes. Now you now you get the into the hot, Trump Towers. The kill is hot, by the way. We don't be strolling. With okay, good hot. hot. Call it. <laughs> you get into the Trump Towers and you see the president. And that song come on. Is you gonna stand still? Oh no, we gonna. Turn oh, you gonna show? Oh, okay, that's, di- oh, that's, that's right. different. That's different than being. You said just... a time and a place. It's the whole president, all his. Oh his yeah, white I'm a chill. No, I'm a chill. I'm a listen to this song in the White House. I'm probably not gonna do that. Unless... You're not gonna do that in that no, song. Bro, Come that's on. not. It ain't. Y'all this. do that at funerals, I'm okay? <laughs> Y'all I'm got on no. Stacey Adams. Listen, you're right though. You're right. You're right. I hear that song. I probably turn up, but that's different though. That's not. That's not being. That's a whole nation. Like known national known organization. That's not just you can't control yourself and you know what I'm saying. Like right. that's it's different. That's why I said it's a time and place. You don't just so go in the White House talking about ah, ah, ah. like you, you know what I'm saying. Just not gonna understand. It. They yeah, they won't understand it. it. But that's all it is. Yeah. That's fine. Do you I don't understand their woo right supremacy woo. <laughs> I don't understand that either, but I mean, I got to embrace it. I ain't got no choice because you forced it down my throat anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then you know the thing is, it's it's jacked up that you can't be our our passionate, colorful self. That's who we are, but it, we can't do it. But then what happens? And you you know this because you have diabetes. It becomes it's called embodied inequality. So now all these things that we have to experience kind of 
we internalize it and it manifests in diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, all these different ailments, mental illness even. It manifests in those different ways. So now we're in a place where all these diseases we have, not only is coming from... Well, they're alcoholics and meth heads. Nobody's saying anything about that. (laughs) That's not (laughs) something I don't know much about, but... I do. Okay. Tell us about it. I see it every day. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. We we need. I just I just want us to understand how how powerful we is. We, we have are. the most. It, I ain't never seen so many rainbow and interracial babies in my life. <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> do you do you hear me? I'm talking about they own us like little little black leeches. Our black men. I'm t- y'all are enemy and target number one. They want y'all baby so bad. I'm about to wear that. I'm so for real. Yeah, you talking about this? You talking about Mm-mm, We not on that. Okay, y'all ain't. <laughs> yeah, we not on that. But it's but I'm telling you, no seriously. Black queens, are, you're, I love them. Oh come queens. on, black. Yeah. Yes. Man, but no, seriously, them Rebecca's and Diane's, they is on <laughs> the Dante. See the name drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the Jabari's, they are on them. <laughs> so you, so in order to. What what would you guys say is the way to get us to kind of understand, like you said, understand our power? How do we understand our power? First of all, like I said, I stop do being embarrassed. Education, education, right? A lot of, but, lot of, but then when we get into this education, think about this. Okay, we're gonna let the black people go to school now. Great, go learn something. Now we have debt. Now we're enslaved by that. See, look, my thing is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say confidence because the school ain't for everybody. So it's not. I'm gonna say confidence. A I'm a, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna say confident. Like people be scared to do stuff like that because you judge me like, oh, you're a plumber. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't like, give a damn. So they make so exact, much money. But, but they if, make six if everybody thought like you, you know what I'm saying, then we'd be we wouldn't be sitting here talking about you know the black community. Like confidence is the real key. Like don't be scared to do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying. Like because there's jobs out there that people just won't tap into because they. Feel like you might they're be judged. You know to, what I'm saying? Right, they're trying, trying to, to be something that they not. Yeah, they're trying to live up to the American dream. So I'm saying, social media is killing a lot of stuff because yeah. you want to be, wanna be yeah, a, like, a YouTube star. Yeah, or I want to be an engineer, a doctor, and a lawyer. That's all great and dandy, but shit, that you not you might not have the mind for that. You might have the mind for something different, and yeah. that's okay. It doesn't mean you're not smart. You just have the mind to work with your hands. My grandfather, he literally could do plumbing work, electrician work. He could do. Masonry, he could do everything. He did so much woodworking. He did everything with his hands. Brilliant man, and he didn't have to pay for nothing right now because he did it all himself. Mm. Grandpa was amazing. That's the kind of stuff we still need to learn. We do need to have our own communities, and you know, and and kind of figure out how to live and exist together. If, for example, we need to keep ourselves off the news. When if we were to get together and band together as a group of us. When one of the bros do something, and I'm not even like bro, like yo bro, you but good, when, the, when one of the men do something or the women do something, we band together and handle it as a community. I'm not saying we take her to the streets of stone or beat her ass, but we just say or his ass, but like, listen, you can't do that. We handle it in our own community. Jewish folk, they don't you don't see their people on the news. And that's what that's what I'm saying when I say education. I don't necessarily mean like going to an institution. Now having having yeah knowledge, having a mentor. Mm-hmm. I, none of my homies that I went to school with or started an organization we had a mentor. You know, if we had that mentor, we would have been a few steps ahead. Yeah, know? yeah. So just, and program your mind yeah, right. I got you. Them the little you. Jewish children, we 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 drive them on the school buses. Literally, they are so intelligent, so well, man. Not saying our kids are not, but 
they're just they just they're just ahead of the game. It starts at home. Yeah, it starts, but they're ahead of the game. They know so much. They have deep conversations. This little boy is talking to me the other day. I'm like, okay, so we we are we really gonna do this politics conversation, little boy? Okay, <laughs> fine, let's do this. So we just talking about politics, and I'm okay with that. So because it's like it's ta- again, it's, it's taught. taught. They talk about it, but see, we are so we just trying to survive. So we're not thinking about teaching our kids about the political process, teaching our kids about economic empowerment, teaching our kids about this, teaching our kids about that. They see it in their communities every day. When you go out the front door, there's other little Jewish kids coming out the front door too. They band together. They go to the same community. They go to the church together, synagogue together. They do all these things together and they teach the same principles and processes. We need to do that and get back to a principle-based type of living. But that's where, Strong principle. That's when it go back to the uh, HBCU. Remember you was like, you don't want to get into that because then it's like you you're not yeah. exposed to the real world. But, but the point that that's for you're right. Yeah. The point is, if we can keep that going, yeah. can we keep that same sense of community amongst ours? So or even started except, before you even had to get to HBCU. Yeah, or, we yeah. don't learn this stuff till later in life. I wouldn't mind. I would not mind everybody going us having our own educational institutions, going to our own. We go to HBCU as long as we can get out, go buy a house in the neighborhood where we look around. Oh. We are here. We all bought houses. We didn't have to rent it because we got the credit and the means to buy a house. Not saying you have to buy, but I think buying is good because you, you know, build equity in the house. But, you know, like we can go out and get into these neighborhoods and communities and they're ours. We don't have to worry about looking at my brother to the left and my right. Are they about to rob me? Because when I go into certain parts of Detroit, I should be able to walk through a, a, a group of brown dudes and it's more so like, what's up, man? How you doing? Good to see you. Good to see you. Instead, I'm walking by like, am I about to get beat the fuck up or killed? I mean, real talk. Yeah, that's reality for That's reality. Yeah. It shouldn't be. You yeah. don't see that happening with a lot of other races. Boy guys and I feel nothing. Not, yeah. No fear at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, Jim. Yeah. You know, like, but then when I walk by my own, I feel I feel threat because they, they looking at you. They looking yeah. you up and down like, oh, what well, he got that I can take. Instead of, man, well, how did he the, get that? Let me figure out how to, hey, tell me and how you got this. that's definitely what it is, the environment. Because like I said, like where I'm at, like Alabama, like the vibe kind of not like that. Like, of course you got your people that, that's a conservative area. You, you know, you got your people that, I mean, because it's, like, it's blacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, in Montgomery, like, where I go to school at, like, I see mostly black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's just like location. Then you you got your people everywhere that's just going to be how they going to be. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, so. It's but just, I still think yeah. we need to start changing the course and the narrative of American society with respect to brown people by disseminating our own news, disseminating our own, all that stuff. Like, we need to really do this like seriously i want to totally help to change the mindset of our people by making when i see you i shouldn't be afraid i should be like oh how you doing bro like greet with love and mm-hmm. you know uh you know really want to help each other you know what i'm saying like really want to help i think that's just important our people are broken mm-hmm. we are torn we have not been healed we are hurt scared of change um yeah yeah my best friend had a situation actually a couple of days ago with her neighbor and the neighbor is so young and so fragile. Um, the the ball went across her her yard, and when I tell you, she turned up about that ball getting on her yard. I mean, a like ball going a, up a, across grass. Now, mind you, this is it's, so a, it's a prom send off. You got kids running around and adults, and we and we decorate now. Oh, she was already mad. Music. All them people lit over there. Yeah. Music. Should she be celebrating to see that these brown kids yeah. have gotten to a station I in life? I told you. Yeah. She was a brown neighbor. Brown neighbor. I told you. 
motherfuckers. Keep that ball off my yard. But your delivery was like already that. wrong. That's yeah. how she's dealing with it. With exactly. Like, exactly. And a lot of us are like that against our own. If exactly. there's a group of white people outside, I doubt she would act like that. I just it, don't feel like she would have. Exactly. So, the, of, of course... The other family like, oh, oh, she turned, so we finna get. It took for a black male to say, hold on, this here, we gonna stay on. You gonna stay on your side. We gonna stay on our side, and that's just gonna be that. That's because what I'm it, it, about. it, it, it literally was going a totally. Monta Hughes and but Kathy you got this bitch. you got to meet that with love. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring your tone. Got to be totally to the ground. Yeah, like baby, you know, you got to be humble. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to be on your lawn. Is that something we can do to help like you? Yeah, cause yeah. that lion was already. Rah, rah, you yeah. got to come and just pet it. Just wait a minute. What, what the lion sound like? I'm sorry. What the lion sound like? I'm sorry. We did not mean to have the ball. The no wind blew the ball. Yeah, no disrespect. And we, we were just coming to pick the ball. Matter of fact, why don't you come over and celebrate us? We got cake. Thank we got you. punch. Like That's the neighborly love we need to have, but Thank we you. don't have it. Come when I over. go, because I live in the suburbs, so when I go to the city and the police come down the street, I wave and stop them. My best friend be like, why is you stopping? You got to understand. These are the people that, first of all, these are the people <laughs> that, that are patrolling your neighborhood, number one. Right. Number two, they're not even your color anymore. Yeah. So they're already on defense and edge. Right, because they, like, they don't like us, so we don't like them. Because they dealing with a lot anyway. Yeah. So for you to just pull them like, y'all want something to eat? Y'all hungry? Did y'all eat today? How are you feeling? I like that, Renee. I, mean, I do it all, the, and I do it in my neighborhood too because I, like I am the the only African American on my block. So yeah, I got the, the Macomb County Sheriff's is my police, so I got to stop them. Y'all okay? I li- I do live here. This my house. How's everything? How y'all feeling? Every time they come down the block, they wave. Now mm-hmm. you got to break that barrier in order chess. for us to move forward. This is moving me. This is powerful. You got to play chess. I like it, it is chess. Life is chess. <laughs> when you in right. Rome, do as the Romans do. My daddy taught me that at an early age. You got to finesse them because they are who, who, who serving and protecting you. And not all of them are are bad. Majority are. But if you if y'all gonna live here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You got to get to know what you're dealing with. And so if something I told Shay, I said if something happened to your house, these people are gonna be like, oh, I know them. Let me let me pull up right now because this ain't this ain't how they yeah, is. Hey, get over there now. That's 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 Maria Renee. Just they, you know what I'm saying? You got you have to do that. But just on a basic level, what you're doing is just showing compassion. That's what everybody should be doing. Yeah, the podcast we do talk about how to strengthen and empower brown people because we need that. Get to but know your neighbors. Still, just in general, you should be compassionate to every single person you come into contact with. Like mm-hmm. Maria Renee is saying, I think that's very powerful. High five to you. Yeah, you're yeah, not like losing she, nothing by doing that. You're no, not. You're not. You're not. You're she, not. Was, she was bidding on a house in Detroit, and uh, I saw the older gentleman across the street just looking. I say, "Hey, Aunt." He say, "What's going on?" I say, "I got to chop it up with you real quick." He said, "Okay." I said, Uncle, how long you been living here? I've been here 25, going on 30 years. Instantly. I told her, close my door, <laughs> cut my car off. You need to go talk to him now. Yes. Why? Because he on. sees and he knows, knows what's going on on this block. Yes. He's a staple in that community. And that's what you, you need. You got to get to know him. Owners of those houses. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. don't come in and step on his territory. He's going to be here before and after you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life would be so much smoother. You just be kind of people. But we we were taught, also when we came here, we were taught to be individuals. But where we come from, our ancestors, collectivists, group work, group think. We work together as a team and we help build each other. That's what we need, those Mm -hmm. neighborhoods. People like you who go and talk to And you know he spilled the tea. He told everything. Like that half of Donald Trump, she a hoe. <laughs> t- she a hoe. I fucked her. 
You my know what? This house right here finna gonna flow closure right now. If I was you, I would be on it. I mean, Unc went into greater depth about. I said, well, write this down, Shay, because this house finna go up. They going through a divorce over there. They ain't. They holding on by. I mean, Unc the told it all. The police is over there. The police is over there like a week ago because they was having a fight yes. or something. Somebody he is had a truly the neighborhood watch, but that's what we don't have that no more, and that's the problem. I agree. I agree. That is the issue. So we so. Let me ask y'all real quick. I already kind of got the feel for it, but I want to just put out there officially. So, you know, Michael Max is all about separation, having our own, like like what I think we should do, but also still being collaborative with everyone else, everyone being collaborative, but still separating our people. But then Martin Luther King, of course, was more so, let's integrate, let's be together, blah, blah, blah. So if you had to say you're one of the two, which of the two would you say you are? Let's hear from James because he's very quiet back there in a dark corner. Which one are you more like, Martin or Malcolm? It'd be more of a mixture between the two. Because okay. we still have to live side by side with all of these other communities. So we can separate ourselves to an extent, but we still have to know how to operate within the other community. Yeah. Exactly. So it's more of a mixture between the two. So, so I say separate but collaborative like uh, Malcolm because... We need to be. We need to collaborate, but we also need to have yeah. that safe place. Yeah, where we feel like we're somebody, yeah. and we feel yeah. that who we are is okay and safe to be. Mm-hmm. What about you? I'm over Marcus Garvey. Okay, tell us about why you're more Marcus Garvey. I just want to say that because just I just want to go against the grain. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> did you want to tell us why? Here? Let's look up his. Um, no, see, I think. They both are great men in in their own right, but this day and age, we need a middle person. At that time, what they were up against, um, and I do believe them together, if they would have collaborated at one time, literally became like BFFs and did it together, we would not be where we are now. It would be way, way better for us. I didn't like the fact that the government wanted them to be at odds. And I'm sure they had conversations together where they could have been like, look, let's just, for the good of the people, let's do it together. Yeah. But the powers that be wanted them separate. Because ain't nothing more powerful than an educated black man. A black man that knows who and what he is. That's what they are afraid of. And those two men knew exactly what they were put here to do. So you got to get them out of here. You got to get them gone. They got to go. So if they would have actually collaborated together, oh, yeah, that shook the America wouldn't be half as what it is. It wouldn't. It would not exist. It w- it wouldn't exist. And that's exactly what they were afraid of. Yeah, I'm somewhere like in the middle between them two, though. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm probably be on the more of the Mark, the King side. Like I feel like. We should all just, you know, be equal. All Everything just should just be like, yeah, like. But it's not, and it won't yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, so, I know. But I'm not gonna straddle the fence. I think yeah. we'd be more like Malcolm. But I, like I said, I love everybody. I've got white Indian Asian. I got friends of all different colors and nationalities. But a lot of the friends I have that are of different, even white folks, they are together. They're separated. They have their own groups that we're not necessarily included in. That's okay. It's not a bad thing to say we're different. So we're gonna band together with our own but we're still gonna integrate and collaborate with mm-hmm. you but we still you need to have our own trash and expensive yeah, yeah. But, when it, but when it come down to that credit report with. they all one <laughs> one entity that's right we all are the same but until things get better for brown people 
Maybe in the future, I think we could reintegrate and just completely integrate once everybody has the right mindset. But until then, we got to get our own, bring our own together and make sure that we, our own selves, are okay. Brother, you did commit a crime. Why would you do that? All of us men together in the room. Why did you do that? What what can we do to help you be more successful? Why did you rape that girl? Why did you steal that thing from, why did you kill so-and-so? We need to bring ourselves together and, and hold ourselves accountable. We need to be our own judge and jury and then, of course, they got to go through the legal system, but let's start to get these mind shapes set so that way we can grow up to be productive, powerful brown people and spend our money together. More, more than anything, we do need to get involved in the judicial system. I This whole experience with my brother, even though we've been going through it since he was 14, this year in particular, I just was like, okay, it is it is systematic. Yeah, it is. It's, it, you are a number. You are funds. And that's just that. The more of us they can get into those cages, the better off that they'll be. And surprisingly, it's a lot of, a lot of African Americans that have ties with the jail now. <laughs> and I I cannot. It hurts me. Money. I can't even buy a pair of Jordans. It's a it's a pair that just came out. And I'm like, well, I got the money, I can get it. But it's just the fact that he he owns a jail. Michael Jordan literally, I don't know if y'all knew that or not. You better look oh, into it. I did not know that. Yes, he do. You heard that? Yes, he do. Jails are privately owned and he have stocks and partnerships. Yes, he do. That is a known fact. Then you don't like that he owns it because... It's revenue. Because it's most of us in there. Yeah, and it's revenue. Okay. Okay. So, so I just can't get myself up to... to I just can't. Shout out to those that can, you know, that want to and want to do it for the culture or whatever. But for somebody that ain't ain't did nothing for for us and is actually reaping off our back, I can't I can't deal with that. All right. So I think that this is a conversation that could go on forever and ever. But uh, we're going to wrap up. I think that. Really, if you are listening, you want to join the conversation, reach us at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram at eatcornbreadandcaviar. We would like to continue this conversation. It's probably going to be another uh, conversation in the future that's a part two uh, for this. Always a part two and three and four. Yeah, because it's, it's be. us. It's, it's got to it's gotta be. It's like we got to talk about. You, didn't I say that? I just said it on Facebook. Some of our topics are going to be... Uh, it's gonna be a little rough. Yes, you did just say that. It's gonna be a little. It's gonna rough. be a little rough, but we we fight through it. We get through it. Yeah, when we first started out, Maria, and, and it was like we gonna start mm-hmm. talking about that. Yeah, this we early. We gonna start talking about this early. We coming out the gate hitting this, some hard this stuff. Early. We about to get out there. But we always out. hope and pray that it reaches and touches the people, our people the most. To. Yes. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Now yeah. for our positive <clears throat> vibe. So the positive vibe, because you guys have not listened to the show, positive vibe is just a segment where um, I just give a little encouragement. Then we go into our little closing remarks. Everybody can say whatever they want to say, so we can start preparing your closing thoughts. You don't have to say anything. The benediction. The benediction. But here's our positive vibe. Recognize, adjust, and act like you know. Mm. Oftentimes in your day-to-day life. Run that back. Okay, okay. Run that back one more time. Recognize. And go slow. Recognize. Mm -hmm. Adjust. Mm Mm-hmm. And act like you know. Act like you know. Okay. Um, oftentimes in our day-to-day lives, um, we, you, all of us will encounter things. You can call it shit if you want. We'll encounter shit. 
Uh, things may come in the form of racism, discrimination, heartbreak, health issues, loss of a loved one, job loss, repossession of vehicles, houses, things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anything. And I understand how horrible these things could be because I've been through some of them myself. But hear me. I don't want to be insensitive, but and you have the right to feel how you want to feel about it, and that's fine. That's okay. Grieve, cry, scream, do whatever you need to do. But at the end of the day, build a bridge and get over it. Move on. You are a king. You are a queen, a princess or a prince. You are regal and you are powerful. Mm. Recognize the issue, adjust the situation, and act like you know who the fuck you are. Okay. Recognize, Period. adjust, and <laughs> act like you know. Yeah, That's yeah sure. Vibe. Yeah, I like that. Closing comments. We're going to start with our guest. No, we're going to start with you. Because I, really? you know, I really, you? yeah, you know what? When you Why? said that thing about the cops and and all that stuff, you really moved me today. You, you don't move me. Most I didn't tell you I was bougie. Ghetto. Most of the times you move me to anger. <laughs> didn't I tell you, you that? Today you move me in a positive way. I am bougie. Ghetto. Yeah, I love that. I think that's beautiful. Let's start with you today. Because you know what? My queen. No, you're a princess. My princess. <laughs> <laughs> I have not grown to queen the You have grown to queen the <laughs> That was rude. I couldn't help myself. Exactly. What you got to say to Carla? What do you want to say to the people? First of all, let me thank my guests for coming. Yes. No man, problem. man, you did an Happy awesome job. Say something. His name. Happy to be here. Is Dre. His name is Man Man. Okay. He's going to snatch your wig off. And, and his homeboy, Zoe, we appreciate you for stopping yeah, through. Appreciate y'all for having me. I like him. Yeah. Why you ain't never had him around? I mean, because really, be yeah, you always be around though. <laughs> you but, I mean, I just be at the church. Like, that just be, yeah. I, I don't even be at the church no more. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? I can't. No, he be around though. That's my right, right hand man. Uh, this, this segment was good. It's good. Oh, actually, to my children that are listening, we would hope that you do decide to choose HBCU. Um, you've you've heard the product of, of what it it entails and what it produces. Um, very excited about that. All, both of my sisters are HBCU alumni, so boom! Shout out to them. Okay, and I have a sister that go that is graduated from Oakland University, so I I think we got a little bit of both, a little diversity of both. Um, you see how she never acknowledges me. I'm her brother that went to a PWI, but she doesn't acknowledge me as her brother when she talking about the other sister. She just real, just, you know, just, you just move me to it's anger. Not you. You so you know you it's not you about made, you. It's not about you. You know what? You know, the Bible says, "Touch not my anointed." You act like a king. The Bible says, "Touch not my anointed." You touch me, you make the Lord mad. You make the Lord mad. Angry, you make Doesn't the Lord so don't angry. Absolutely, Boy, you make the Lord angry messing with me. Sagittarius normally don't. I'm gonna turn like my that. back on you. Get on my damn nerves. Uh, <laughs> as usual, so like, Maria Renee, like, tell him to subscribe. build a bridge and get over. Thank it. you. Like he just, yes, I have the right to feel else. how I want to feel. <laughs> I'm gonna cry and scream, and then I will. Like subscribe. Um, we got some heavy hitters coming, y'all. I'm working on it. I'm talking about some heavy hitters that you for sure gonna be like, oh, I know them. Yes, so we're excited about that. Um, what else? I think that's it. I don't have nothing else to say. Okay, James. Um, stay true to yourself, like I always say. But the main thing I want to say is it's getting hot outside, so please wash your ass before you go outside. <laughs> I don't want to smell none of these musty now, ass see, motherfuckers. You are out of order. I am no, that's out of order. order. So out of Everybody order. Don't Everybody don't have one. It went from 50 degrees <laughs> to fucking 85 and humid outside. Wash your ass. Everybody don't have a woman like you to wash them and Yes, I wash mine. Because <laughs> I know what's going to happen after that wash. So, okay. yes, you got to make oh, sure wow. you. Okay, who's next? Thoroughly. Okay. So, go ahead. Um, 
I appreciate y'all for having me for sure. Even like I wasn't even supposed to be on the show. I was just he called me last night like you trying to roll with me. I'm like yeah, I roll and hopped up, pulled Aww. up, and we, yeah, we just we just did it. Um, what y'all doing? Words of encouragement or whatever you want to say in closing. <laughs> we had a whole conversation. It's not to be words of encouragement. Whatever you feel like saying to close out. I say whatever you lost or whatever you missed out on, it always come back. And I love that. Whatever whatever you going through, it always work out. I love that. Oh. Well, we mm-hmm. hope that He's cancer doesn't so ever come back. <laughs> if you lost out or missed out on cancer, we don't want that to come back. <laughs> <laughs> something that you wanted or something that, you know. Okay, too I'm just teasing with you. Back. I love that. Prolific. Thank you. Yes, prolific. Dre? No, uh, thank you all for having me on the show again. Like, this was a vibe for sure. I, I like this. Um, I'm going to say. Come um, on, vibe. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, for everybody that's listening, I'll just say, uh, you can do whatever you Want to do honestly? The world is yours, and just stay focused. Do you believe that? Yeah, wholeheartedly. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I okay. believe you can do anything you put your mind to. And, um, so yeah. we just a squirrel in your world trying to get in the. No, this this everybody world. Oh, okay. We, right. He's we're about integration. Each other world. He's, yeah. he's Malcolm. He's so, not. He's, okay. he's Martin Luther. He wants to. <laughs> he wants us to all integrate. So then, uh, so everybody's world. And yeah, uh, just more po- spread more positive energy. Like whatever you could do to make somebody day, I say do that, and then. Yeah, that's all I got to say. So, And then follow me on Instagram, humble.dre. <laughs> so, love yeah, it. Why y'all let that? I can't. Love it. What is it again? Humble, one more time. Humble.dre. Humble. You, you think you humble, man? Oh, yeah, definitely. His name is Dre. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. That's it then. That's so, it. folks, uh, listen, I want to thank you so much for listening today. Uh, I really enjoyed this topic. It was amazing. Uh, thank you for Maria Renee for bringing Dre on and Dre for bringing Zoe on. We do appreciate you guys for being yes, here. Yes, thank we y'all. For, oh my you... God, thank you for coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah, can you turn her fight. mic off so I can close <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting. Thank you guys for coming. I hope oh, yeah. you guys will come back when you're back in town Definitely. or even if you are here, you're back here now, right? So yeah. you feel free if you want to just come and you got a topic you want to talk about, feel free to come up. We can, we'll take you. We'll love to have you on and then talk to me about it. I'll help you get it right. together, okay? Oh, wait. Because I got to, hold on, before we close. So um, Dre, Goddaddy is my uncle and he said I'll never be shouting him out. So shout out to you, Uncle Tyrone. Uncle okay. Tyrone. Ooh, can we call Tyrone? No, he don't. Let have me turn it. your mic off. I can sing. <laughs> he ain't got I it. I can sing. He ain't got it. That's my gift. He ain't got it. It's my gift. I'm telling you right now, he ain't at. got it. Don't call him because he ain't got it. <laughs> do he got it, Dre? <laughs> Dre, do he got it? <laughs> and that's all. Don't, don't bring him into your foolishness. Uh, that, that concludes today's podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all going to have Uncle Tyrone up here fighting. <laughs> it ain't going to be me. He fighting. It's going to be you. <laughs> We appreciate y'all. Please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but a few seconds of your time. You True. can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. We're out here, so help us out here by sharing us out here. And don't forget, if you want to connect with us, connect with us on um, by emailing us at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com or on Instagram at eatcornbreadandcaviar. This is Ramon, your host, and we are out. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.